Kelly Donahue breaks the internet on his third night of Jeopardy with three fingers, giggity, prompting several former Jeopardy contestants to send in an open letter denouncing his digits. Found among the communiques is a letter from former Celebrity Jeopardy contestant Sean Connery. But the letter turns out to be from his ghost, and it's just a sketch of a phallus with the words, Suck it, Trebek. Connery's ghost was later found backstage causing mayhem without remorse. In other news, three dudes in a basement want to know, can you really replace a runaway prostitute with a pregnant woman? We'll cover that and more on the show. Welcome to the GNA Podcast, Games, Nerds, and Alcohol, where we don't plan to drink, but we watch such a horrible movie that to wash this memory from your brain, you have to drink as much rum as humanly possible in an hour and a half. Woo-hoo! Thank you, Blue. <laughs> You're welcome, sir. And uh, you can hear him. We got Blue with us here. We're going to blame him for tonight's travesty. Blue, how are you feeling tonight? Dude, the We book. don't care. Shut up. The book. <laughs> Uh, DJ, DJ. <laughs> Daymok, how are you doing tonight, man? Uh, I'm with you. I was not going to drink. I've had so much water today. I was going to drink this wonderful Dr. Pepper, but fuck you, Blue. I'm drinking. Yeah. I, I don't see the problem here, gents. You're, we're all drinking. What, what, what is the problem now? <laughs> the, the problem is, is that we were going to take it easy tonight because there's a whole weekend of drinking about to happen, and you literally drove us to drink. <laughs> <laughs> like that's what happened <laughs> uh come on it can't be the worst movie you've ever seen dude i actually was trying to figure out worst movies that i've seen and the only one that i could come up was with very bad things with christian slater in it i haven't seen it i'll avoid it oh <laughs> avoid it like the fucking plague oh uh, god well if you haven't figured out we watched a movie tonight and uh yeah well let's first let's get rid of let, let's go through some pleasantries here first what is everybody drinking since Blue, I think you always mess this up and you go, what is everybody doing first? And then you kick into people drinking, but it's okay. I still love I, you. I, you, you. You know what? You are just so critical of my hard work when you decide to take a holiday. <laughs> I am. I'm super critical. <laughs> I'm actually super- I even included. I even included pontificate, I think, in the last <laughs> you one did, I hosted. You did. Just you did. for you. You did. You did. And I appreciate that. That word pontificate. I love that word. It just is such You're- a... Such a, it's such a great word to say and such a nasty word by definition. It's just, <laughs> well, I have, uh, I have been driven to drink. Um, I'm actually, I've got two rums here because there's not, there's, I only had about half of this bottle left. Uh, and there's only about like a quarter, an eighth of that left because the rest of that bottle is in this drink currently. Well, you can figure out fractions. Anyways, I am, uh, I'm drinking, it's called, Barbancourt, Barbancourt Reserve Special, eight-year-old Haiti rum. That's about all I can tell you. It's a nice, easy, smooth sipping rum. Uh, sorry, nice, easy, smooth mixing rum. Sipping it, it's a little harsh. It's got that kind of like sting on the back end. Mixing it with some Coke, though, uh, and you really don't need that much. Like, you know, just just wave the Coke over top of it like a magic wand and you're fine. Um, and then I've got over here... A, some this rum I actually really dig. It's Afrohead rum. 
I had it on the other sh- uh, show the other week. This is good stuff. I like it both sipping and mix. Mixing, though, um, you have to be a little bit heavier on the Coke because for some weird reason, if you just splash it in there, it like it gets a funky taste. So you got to like level it out, get some of that caramel flavor for the Coke. Other than that, it's really good. Um, I would recommend both of them. They're not that expensive. I think one was 30 and one was 40. So real easy to find. ABC store. What are you drinking, Blue? Actually, fuck you. We don't care. Zabra, oh, or, <laughs> I'm joking. What are you me. drinking? Bite me. So uh, this is, this is I want give you give you some history here. So a year ago in March, I made it a made it a point to not drink any alcohol for 30 days. My sister came to visit, and she went to some distillery in town. Um, well, yeah, it was yeah, I went town because I was living with my parents at the time. And it's called City Gate, and she had this tropical rum. Fast forward a little over a year later, uh, the wife and I went there to try this. The rums they had all they had whiskey rums. Brought home their tropical rum. I'd have to say it's very good. It's got a lot of. It starts. It's got a, a coconut start to it, and it finishes off with a little bit of pineapple. If you pay attention, it's not very um, apparent pineapple but it's got a nice tropical like feel to it very easy i stuck it in the freezer um this morning or something like that maybe last night and then i've served it over ice in the tumbler nothing else to it sips nice and easy mixes really well i i would assume with um juice but uh since technically this is my last day of my four month stint of no beer this this is uh this is a good choice. You know, I'd, I'd have to say, like, this is a very easy tropical rum. You ever see it, City Gate, I recommend. Nice. Good description. So, uh, what's the attack like? Coconut. That's it? Just coconut? That's just. Yeah, it's it's just like, you, it, as soon as it touches your taste, your tongue, it's, I taste coconut like. Um, you know those coconut uh, cream popsicles? Yeah. You've ever had one of those? Yeah. yeah. I think Eddie's makes them. That's exactly what I get from this. Not 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 a whole lot of sugar, like super sweet to it, but it, it's just like it hits like that. And I think it's because they they don't do they don't do eighty proof. They do sixty proof for these uh, for all of their well, the good majority of their alcohols they do um, they do sixty proof. So it it doesn't it doesn't have a lot of like start of a burn it doesn't end with a burn it just starts with coconut and then it kind of transitions on the second sip i'd have to say i pick up the pineapple more on the first well pineapple and coconut really do mix well yeah so it's it's almost like you're drinking a a, like a, a rum punch of some sort but they they lace it in with you know the coconut and the pineapple flavoring or flavors nice what about you damoc well, I wasn't going to drink, but Blue has driven me to drink, so I did You're not welcome. come. Yeah, I did not come prepared. Um, I was going to drink literally Dr. Pepper, but I'm going to drink a truly black cherry hard seltzer. And yeah, it's lightly black cherry flavored seltzer. So if you drink seltzer water that has some black cherry flavor, it has 5% alcohol. So yeah, it's not a whole lot of anything. It tastes okay, but that's about it. Wow, you're really uh, you're really going straight out there with the drinking there with the truly. Jesus. 
Yeah, you know, I was like, hey, uh, I'm going to a wine festival tomorrow. You know, um, I'm probably going to get a little shit face because I have a DD. Uh, yeah, it's going to be fucking great. I, I've, I've literally drank about a quarter of a bottle of rum since the show started. And you're talking about a truly. Yeah. Yeah. Because I plan to go and drink fucking wine and not wake up all shitty like I woke up this morning after drinking. I drink six of the uh, high beers or whatever the blue calls them. High lie. High lie. Yeah. Uh, high I drink lie? six of those. Yeah, it's cigar I didn't mean to. I really didn't mean to. But they're also high lie. It's, a, it's an IPA. Yeah. I don't know if it's high lie. It's, it's high lie. Oh. Yeah, okay. I see. Yeah, it, it's pretty good, man. I, um, the problem is I watched the NFL draft and I started drinking one and then I drank another one. And by the end of the fucking draft, I was like, I drank six beers and I'm hammered drunk. I'm going to go to bed now. <laughs> <laughs> See, I thought you were like slurring and said high life. Only you were like slurring it out. And I'm like, dude, if you're drinking high life. No. Oof. And better no, choices. No. Well, next segment, which we'll just skip over because I just want to get through this fucking movie. Because it's Amen. Jesus Christ. Um. So if you haven't already figured out, I didn't enjoy the movie. Uh, it it wasn't even bad enough for me to laugh at. It was I literally I, I so funny funny story. I just went in. We we just broke for a quick minute to you know grab a drink, take a leak, whatever. And I literally spent that entire time, other than like thirty seconds to grab stuff and mix it right here at my desk. I spent that entire time complaining to my wife how bad this movie was, like. I, I literally just I, I walked in. I'm like, you're never gonna believe how bad this was. She's like, it was worse. It was, it was worse than very bad things. I'm like, yeah, yeah, because at least very bad things you went in and you expected it to be bad. This I expected to be good. <sighs> so blue, why don't you, why don't you tell them a little bit about what what you just made us watch? Okay, so I made us watch the uh, the Amazon original without remorse with uh was it michael b jordan yeah uh, painful there it was painful in the beginning i was like okay like this is doing pretty good it's not too bad like we're you know like we're jumping into things a little quick we're not explaining certain things we're cutting to things a little it's a little rough okay i should have known better when um they decided to and this is tom clancy and tom clancy to me does a really good job with his research very accurate but when you had a a navy seals unit have a woman in it i was like ah this isn't this is this isn't a good sign so to give you all a synopsis this is how the book goes the book it's 1970 Back in the U.S., after serving as a Navy SEAL in Vietnam, John Kelly meets a woman who will change his life forever. She has recently escaped from a nightmare world of unimaginable suffering, yet before they can plan a future together, the horrors of their of her past reach out to snatch her from him. Kelly vows to gain revenge, but finds there are others who have need of his deadly skills. In Washington... A high-risk operation is being planned to rescue a key group of prisoners from a POW camp deep in North Vietnam. Kelly has his own mission. The Pentagon wants him for theirs. As he attempts to juggle the two, he must step into the netherworld as perilous as any other he has known, from which he may never return. Versus, Why the fuck did we not watch that movie? It's not a movie. 
It's a book. It is the 1993, if I, let me check this. I bought this after 93. I think I bought this in like 2000 something. Uh, yep, 1993. Uh, Tom Clancy's international number one bestseller, Without Remorse. Yeah, can we just listen to the audiobook next time? I, uh, it's so much better. So, so it's Amazon original, an elite uh, seal, Michael B. Jordan, uncovers an international conspiracy while seeking justice for the murder of his pregnant wife and without remorse. The explosive origin story of an action hero, John Clark, one of the most popular characters in Tom Clancy's Jack Ryan universe. So Clark is the one who, well, Kelly becomes Clark and later Rainbow Six. Um, we should have said spoilers in the beginning, but uh, the book's been out since 1993, so I'm I'm not feeling so guilty about that. And the movie sucks, so for spoiling it, sorry, <laughs> sorry. Uh, so they replace a girl that Kelly picks up off the side of the road who's running away from being a prostitute with a woman he's married to who's pregnant and gets killed by some people who are trying to start a war. Versus he goes around collecting information on these people who killed this girl and they're pimps and i think there was someone else of uh, some gangster who has some power or influence that he goes after who or some corrupt politician who may get tied into it i don't remember exactly the entire hierarchy of the villains but he is also being pulled aside by washington to help rescue these pow's because he's one of the best navy seals now, he comes off cocky in the movie, but in the book, he's a badass. And he's like, he has planning, he has methodology, he makes a suppressor. I I remember he did this thing that, um, that I mimicked was he painted a line down the suppressor because the suppressor blocked the sights. So he painted a line down there to help him aim because he would go around dressed like a bum with bum piss smelling clothes covered in smells like he's you know he's been drinking cheap alcohol but really all he did was he just doused himself in alcohol and he's drinking out of a a wine bottle that's got water in it inside of a paper bag but like he would be like scoping things out he's not as suspicious you know but like they kind of took that away from it They, they, they threw it in there for like five seconds ten seconds for him to help track down another guy but it's just i the thing that I hated the most was Kelly was really broken up. Like he f- he 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 really formed a bond with this girl in the book. This girl named Pam, which shares the same name as his wife, but you know Pam gets killed. But he formed a really strong bond with this girl. Um, and then she gets taken from him, and he almost dies in the process. Same thing happens in here. But he is very remorseful about this, and he's very angry and wants revenge. He has that, and then he loses it at some point because he's acting like a cocky prick. You mean like where he's yelling evasive maneuvers when they're in a 747 and there's a Russian jet next to them telling them to land? No, when he's like, yeah, and that's the other thing. Like, like, he's like, oh, I got a team. I got a team. I'm with a team. And... In the book, like, he's working solo. He's, like, training, and he, go, he goes into Vietnam by himself. All right, like, let, let's, let's, let's talk about something quick here. Let's talk about what was good in this movie. And that about wraps that up. So now let's <laughs> talk about what yeah. was Whoa, 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 whoa. Those Russian snipers were pretty badass, and yeah. that's about it. 
Whoa, whoa. I mean, which Russian snipers? The ones that were missing left and right? Yeah. Yeah. And then the Russians in the beginning, uh, or no, or no, no, no. They did not miss. Remember? They killed two cops? Yeah, with, yeah. With one shot cops. each? Yeah. The only <laughs> problem is that they were aiming at the people in the building and they shot the cops on the street. <laughs> these guys, right. like, yeah. these but, okay, guys are well, worse than on. fucking stormtroopers. The Russians, or were they Syrians in the beginning? Um, Syrians. When they were doing the the pincer move and moving all around and trapping the Navy SEALs who didn't seem to know what they were doing. Yeah, okay, that oh, like God. that was the only good tactics in the entire movie. Like Used every, by the bad guys. Yeah, everything else was literally horrendous. I mean, holy shit. Let's see. How do you breach a door? I don't know. Let's just kick it open standing in front of it with a flashbang and throw it in like it's a fucking softball. Yeah, no, kick it in. One Mississippi... Two Mississippi, oh, yeah. flashbang thrown. And the dude standing there, like, in front of the door as he throws his flashbang, it's like, uh, you know, you're supposed to throw it in and move away, right? Like, there's that whole missing step you're doing there. And then you walk in. How the fuck? Like, okay, I expect, like, when you hear Tom Clancy attached to anything, I expect a certain level of tactical, I don't know, uh, expertise involved somewhere. Yeah. Like I saw more tactical expertise in the movie, shoot him up where the guy literally <laughs> kills somebody else with a carrot. Okay. <laughs> like, like I, I went into this and I, I always go into almost every movie with really low expectations because I would prefer to be pleasantly surprised than devastatingly crushed. I went into this with fairly low expectations of like, eh, war movie, Tom Clancy. They haven't really done a great one yet. I don't expect this one to be all that great. But I had a certain level of expectation, like they were at least going to train them how to clear a room. The fuckers, like, breaching the damn door, like, that that was a debacle. They all rushed in straight into the center, every single one of them. And then you look, finally one of them decides, oh, fuck, maybe I should go walk into this corner. If I was standing there with a 12-gauge pump-action shotgun, I could have taken out the entire team myself. The movie would have been over in the first 10 minutes, and everybody would have been happy with me. Yeah, and, and so here's the thing. So... Tom Clancy's, like, his books and his movies, like Cecil said, like I said, like, they have a level of expertise and realism to them. He does a lot of research in his, in his, in his writings. But the other thing is, is that a lot of his movies have been relatively good. Like, I'd, I'd have to go back and watch Patriot Games and Clear and Present Danger, but they were relatively good on the movie's realism yeah, scale. They were okay. The TV series that Amazon Prime, and this is, remember, this is an Amazon original movie, and the Amazon original series, Jack Ryan, are two separate freaking worlds. Like, oh, Jack yeah. Ryan is better with the cloak and dagger, better with, and better with the action and the military sequences. Like, John, uh, John, what's he say, Krasinski? Is that how you say his last name? Sure. From The Office? Yeah. Sure. Whatever. So he does a hell of a lot better of a job clearing a room, doing all this stuff. Like, what the hell? Like, did they like decide to cut the budget on on training? Well, that's these the thing. actors. This movie obviously had a budget. Yeah, and then it's man, so, like, like act of Aller was phenomenal on tactics. Like the the acting wasn't great, but they were seals. 
He used real freaking seals in that movie. So the tactics were on point. It was either the, the writing or the acting wasn't the greatest, but it was still a better movie than this. Well, I think that I think in the Jack I think in the Jack Ryan TV the the series that they have they've got more time to flesh out the story. So they like this movie felt like it felt like they took oh fuck it felt like they took a thousand page novel and then somebody said well nobody's going to read a thousand pages so let's cut this down to two hundred and fifty pages seven hundred sixty eight pages so I'm not that fucking far off like they literally took this it felt like they compressed it. Oh god! It felt like they took they took that first version of PK Zip that they used to try to get onto discs diskettes back in the nineties, and it was a really shitty version. So half the time it would fucking corrupt half the discs. So you'd be like, "Oh yeah, I totally got this." And then you go to actually decompress it, and you find out that half your discs are all fucked up, and you're like, "Oh my god, I gotta go get this again." It it's like that. Like it was just shitty compression. I, again, I can I can deal with them switching around characters because you know what. It happens all the time, and to be honest, oftentimes writers will even be like, well, you know what? I really didn't think that character through, and at the time it worked, but I, this looks better. Like, they did it in, um, they did a whole bunch of that in The Walking Dead. Uh, fuck, what was the other one I was watching? Um, I can't remember now, but, but like, Walking Dead just came straight to mind. But they've, you know... Even even original writers will look at it and say, you know what? Yeah, I, I kind of killed that character off too quickly. Or, yeah, I didn't quite like how that character worked out. I wish I would have had more time to develop that character. And they change characters around and they work a little bit more on them. And that's cool. That's fine. You know, that's that's kind of like the, the writer getting a do-over. You know, they're like, well, fuck, that didn't quite work. Let's try it this way. And sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't. Looking past all of that, I'm okay with that. I, I expect that. But literally, like, when they're in the final fucking fight at the end of the goddamn movie, who the fuck doesn't throw smoke when there's a sniper involved? I fucking told you guys that they had smoke grenades. Oh, no, maybe they don't have smoke. And turns right around and has fucking smoke after they ditch the snipers by, what, jumping across the fucking buildings and running into the room when the gun doesn't fire because she doesn't know how to check her fucking weapon? Like, you're a SEAL, bitch. Exactly. And there was just so many little, like... At the beginning, it was like, all right, they're not really using great tactics here. Like, okay, dude turns a corner. There's, there's, what was there, five of them in that hallway? There's five highly trained people on high alert, mind you. It's not like they're just strolling down there, you know, smacking their puds around. They've got their weapons drawn. Their, their heads are on a swivel. They're in a narrow fucking hallway with one entrance in the front, one entrance in the fucking rear. They're staring directly forward. A dude turns the corner with an RPG in his hands. The dude gets around the corner, has time to pull the RPG up and actually pull the fucking trigger as before they start firing. They finally get some rounds into him and the guy like arcs off and turns and it bounces off the wall. It's like, okay, if any one of those guys had their head on a swivel, they know their buddy's not walking around that damn corner. They know they're in enemy territory. They know anybody who turns around that corner, if they have anything in their hands, pull the fucking trigger, drop them like a sack of shit. No, no. That dude had full time to get into the doorway. You saw his full silhouette. Fuck, I could tell you what he ate for breakfast. And I could tell you that he had $13.45 in his wallet in his pocket. Because that's how much time we had to see him turn into that fucking doorway. But no. Do they drop him right away? Nope. Nope. 
that end, that was obviously a black op. Because as soon as they extracted the person, they had a gunship level the fucking building. So even if it was a wife and her fucking child, or a lady and the child and all that, anything that came around that corner would have been gunned down, no questions yeah. fucking asked. Because they're going to raise the building anyways. Yeah, that RPG would have never gone off. That dude would have turned the corner, and before he had the thought of, shit, should I pull this trigger? It would have been He would have been dropped. But that's not that's not how this went down. No, this dude can fucking fully get in the doorway, and he probably had enough time to probably shit his pants a little, too. Like, he'd probably turn around, holy shit, there's five people in front of me. Let me shit my pants a little before I pull this trigger. Like, that's how much time he had. He had time for a log to roll down his leg and make it to the floor. What? Honestly, he's like me when I play, like, Battlefield, and I'm, I'm running around, and I die. And then I run around some more, and then I die, and then I die, and then I die. And then... About the, the 15th res or 15th life, I finally turn the corner and there's like five guys and I'm just like, they got their backs turned and I'm like, well, who am I going to kill first? And I get so excited and distracted that two seconds go by and someone turns around and I'm dead. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and you know what? You were that guy with the RPG. You turn around and you're like, huh, maybe I should aim at somebody before I pull this. Oh, I'm dead. Yep. Yeah, it's there were a lot of like there were a lot of potholes. Also, I mean, uh, okay, so so I, I got to back this up too because right in the first ten fucking minutes of this movie, who taught the lead how to use a fucking knife? <laughs> I I am dead serious. Like like the gunfire, <laughs> no. the tactics, all that bullshit that pissed me off when I saw him handle that knife. It's like, dude, you you would be dead. I I like I'm not a big dude, but if you came at me with a knife like that. You would be dead. Like, how the fuck do you use a knife? Like, he's using it like he's the fucking Giver. It's like he's got a bio suit on, and he's like, oh, I don't fucking care. They're like, they're not gonna, they're not gonna have a knife. I'm just gonna swing this shit around. I'm gonna stab some people. Oh, I'm gonna stab this fucking hand to this other dude because that is gonna be what happens. No, that is not what happens. What? Well, what did you hate more? That. Or the fact that when the the lieutenant commander kills the guy who's bigger than her by stabbing him in the shoulder. Yeah, but the thing is, she, like, okay, that whole scene there where, like, she's this tiny little, which, whoever played that, whoever played that person, they obviously did not prepare for this role because they would not have been, like, she was runway model tiny. Yes. She, She would not have, like, the person... That person, if that person was real, would not have been runway model tiny because shit, somebody would have shot a five, five, two round by her five, five, six round by her and her fucking arm would break like just the wind of it going wee by her would fucking arm would snap in two. No, that person would have been a dense person. But yeah, but in that situation, she still rolled around, pulled it out. Bam, stab. It, it was no fuss, no muss. Granted, it was a shoulder shot, which yeah, the guy probably would have been had like a torn rotator cuff and been really shitty and probably had to be therapy or physical therapy for a while. And, you know, maybe that every time it rained, it would hurt a bunch. But I mean, it wouldn't be dead. But it, at least in that situation, she did it like it was boom out stab. It wasn't pull knife out two people in front of you and pull this thing down like you're some fucking pit fighter and start slat like Jesus Christ. Jody uh turner smith is the name of the actress yeah she's she's not a muscular no she's not a very built person like the person who should have been in that role should have been not necessarily like a bolt out friggin bodybuilder 
but people an who, MMA fighter but, would but, have done better yeah, in that role. Yeah, but like they are, they're not. But even like MMA fighters, they're not like Rampage Jackson. He's a big bulky motherfucker. But look at um, what the hell's her name? G- um, Gina Carano. Yes, yes. Thank you, her. Yeah, she, she would. She would do good in that role. She, she's not gargantuan. She's a big person, but she's not like this huge stacked person. She is cut. Like she is probably like two percent yeah. body fat at most, but she is cut and dense. Like yeah. if you punched she, her, you'd be like, "Fuck, that hurt." Yeah, I, I mean, like I know I've read books of by seals that talk about like the training. They talk like some guys are not built like fucking brick houses necessarily, but like, eh, she was a little, she was scrawny. She was a little on the too scrawny side. I mean, Gina Carano might be pushing it, like, but, like, ah, I'm sorry, just, I can't see her, like, passing every test that the SEALs have to go through and getting it. I, I made a, I, I, I made a great analogy back, or, or, uh, no, I'll call it an analogy, back when we were watching it, where if you ever get into a fight with a farmer, like, a farmer looks like a 120 pound soaking wet dude. But then when all of a sudden he punches you, you realize that the dude's muscles are dense as hell. Like, it, you know, he, he, his arm around may look exactly like super tiny, but then you realize that this dude literally is picking up hay and sacks of potatoes and throwing them around all day long. And, and like, that's that's the expectation in my head. That That's what I'm seeing in my head of like this person would be. They would be dense, like their muscle density would be phenomenal in comparison. They'd be able to lift up the back of a car just like the bodybuilder could. But the thing is, they'd be able to lift up the car four, five, six, seven, eight, nine times while the bodybuilder's like, oh, fuck, I did it once. I'm good. Yeah, it was. I mean, I could I could have overlooked that. Like she wasn't kicking ass. No, she was getting her. She was getting her butt handed to her in, in that one in that one tussle. Yeah, she was. But um. But there's, that's not really where, I mean, that, that was like the initial, like, bad feeling I had when I saw her. It's like, there's a female seal and she's leading the team. Like, that's kind of unrealistic. Um, at me, at me on Twitter, right into GNA podcast at GNA and your DNA dot one, uh, about how much you hate the fact that I have that position. Yeah, but, just call uh, him a sexist fuck. That's what I did. The, I mean, the realism is, is that Tom Clancy, very realistic, very much like Ack, very much, like sticks to accuracy when there's finally a female Navy SEAL soldier. Fine. I, I will yield my position on this. But until then, it was just like that was kind of a bad sign. And then it was just like all the little things that they started doing. They were just like the, then they cleared the door like 10 seconds later. And Oof. I'm just like, seriously, seriously, guys, like they showed her. And then 10 seconds later, they cleared the door. And it wasn't her. who was clearing it because she's she's a lieutenant. So, well, Actually, no, technically, she could have been clearing the door. Anyhow, then they clear clear the door and they do the worst job ever. And then it was just, it just all downhill. It, yeah, it there. was all downhill. Like, it started off and you're like, all right, they're running through. Some shit's happening. And like, and that's the first minute, two minutes of the movie. And then it just starts going downhill. And like, he turns. So like the main character, he turned like at first, it's like, all right, this guy's okay. He's a bit sloppy, but he's okay. You know, he lost his whole fucking team. Meh. All right, maybe maybe they're showing the humanity of this dude right now. But then you feel like so. Wait, Blue, you said that um, people can make you eat your words, right? Yeah, they uh, they have women Navy SEALs. JJ and Olga Rakanova 
as of February 21st, 2021. Holy They're the first shit. women Navy SEALs. I will eat my words. And All actually, right. dude, you got to apologize to Olga because she'll come and kick I, your no, ass. No, I got to apologize to Olga and who? Uh, it looks like it's Julia Jones, JJ Parks. So uh, Julia was, Jones, JJ Park, and Olga. No, 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 no. Julia Jones, aka like nickname JJ and last name Park. So Julia Jones Parks, um, and then it says Olga Rakanova. All right, so Rakanova. I don't want to mispronounce it. That girl could probably break my fucking neck with looking at me. Yeah. So Julia Jones and Olga. What's the last name again? God damn, she just <laughs> <my> like <laughs> okay. Rakanova. and Olga and Olga Rakanova. Thank you for your service. Congratulations on making it and being the first two women to actually make it onto the teams. And you could have done better than this chick in this movie. And yeah, probably. No, not probably. probably. Abs- absolutely. Like, I, well, I, don't I mean, care. okay, I don't okay. Even care so, if they so can't speak English, I, I they could have done a better I will job. Not in this movie. Doubt, I, all right. So I will not say that Jody Turner Smith did a complete shit show of, of a bad job. Oh no, no, no. Tactically no. speaking, yes. Acting wise, I think she did a good job. She 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 held her role as a lieutenant. She was con- she's like she wasn't you know she was there for for Michael B. Jordan's character, um, like a good lieutenant would be. And she also was like, yeah, he's a really bad choice to put on this mission. Like you shouldn't be doing this. Like this is a horrible decision. Like I like I want him to get closure. All this crap. But, like, yeah, this is a horrible decision to bring him on this mission. Like, she held down the role as a lieutenant. Physically speaking, she's not great for the casting role. And, you know, they really should have trained all of these actors, all of them better on tactics. Yeah, they they should have. Uh, this Fuck. Okay, so acting-wise, I will give her, like, 70% of the time she was doing well. The one thing that I want to bring up that still is driving me fucking nuts. And and this is only because I've worked in a hospital. I've literally been in the ER and seen everything from like the 60 year old grandma to like the military vet. And, and I couldn't tell you what rank they were. All I can tell you is that they came in with their buddy and they were dressed in uniform. I, I can only tell you that much because it's not like I walk up and say, hey, What's that on your arm? Can I see what rank you are? It was like, fuck, I'm staying out of your way because shit's going on. You don't walk out of a room going, I need a doctor, and then stand there flabbergasted as people are running by you. Like, you either, like, bolt out of there and you're running to the nurse's station because, first and fucking foremost, you walk into a hallway, I need a doctor. Yeah, there's about 15 people that are probably doing that anyways. She just walks out, I need a doctor in here. And she just stands there like everybody. And all of a sudden, there's like three or four people, nurses all, mind you, that bolt by her. It's like, dude, first off, all the alarms are going off on all the equipment, which they already knew about. So they were already getting up and charging in there before your ass left that seat. Then you're going to stand there and literally she looked like she had a stick shoved so far up her ass. Like she was so rigid, like way more rigid than fuck anybody in that situation would be. If you actually cared, you wouldn't be standing there at a fucking tension saying, I need a doctor. You're like, no, you'd be running out to the goddamn nurse station and be like, help now. And they would be, but again, all those alarms are already going off. I don't remember what the hell his BP was, but I think it was like 
170 or 180 over 90 something, which if your BP gets that high, like, holy shit, dude. I mean, his he's a physically fit dude. That means his resting BP is probably like 110 over 60, 110 over 65. Your dystolic jumps up to 90, 100. You're, you're in stroke territory at that point in time. Like fucking shit's going down. They're no, they knew that they knew there was something wrong with him before she got up. And it's like that whole situation there. I know they were trying to make it dramatic. And I don't know if that scene was in the, in the book or not, but like that was just bah, That was just wrong. Well, that scene might have been in the book, but it, Oh God, I don't, I know he woke up in the hospital. Because he gets pretty fucked. He gets pretty messed up by the, um, the, um, uh, what do you call it? Um, the pimp. He gets messed up by him. They kind of leave him for dead. Well, it's fine. I mean, have to eat leave- my words because I wonder where Damoc found Great question. You have to ask him. All right. So, so I've l- been- l- let's go. Let me, let me talk quickly about a couple of things that I thought they did well in the movie. Um, there were the CG that they use in the movie, I thought they did very, very well with. So there's, there's actually a lot of CG in the movie, um, but it's it's done so well that you don't even recognize that it's it's computer generated. Uh, I'll give you some quick for instances. Uh, when the guy gets shot in the Mustang, there's some blood spatter, splatters that go on. It's obviously CG, but I could be convinced to be told that that was practical effects. I could. To me. When I examined it, when I was looking at it, it looked like CG. It also could have just been the stream that I was watching from from Blue, since Blue was sharing it with me, being kind. Uh, there was also the scene where the dude got hit by the van. And to be perfectly honest, that was some really good CG, in my opinion. Like, it came out of nowhere. Boom! All of a sudden, the dude gets smoked. It's like, wow. And then the dummy's rolling. I'm like, that's that was actually some pretty damn good CG. I, I got to give him credit on that. And the CG throughout the movie, I felt, was pretty good. Um, there was a couple of spots where um, there was one spot with the plane where I was like, wow, that's pretty shitty. Uh, but the rest of it, I, you know, if I've got to say something good about the movie, which it's really hard to, I got to give them that the CG that they used, how they used, where they used it was pretty good. And and I'll give them credit on that. that that's why I say when we watch this movie, I'm like, there was obviously a budget that they had for this movie. Um even watching Mortal Kombat, like that was one of my gripes in Mortal Kombat. The blood in Mortal Kombat was obviously CG blood. And that's one of the things that drives me nuts about CG when everybody uses CG blood. You know, they'll pull the trigger, there'll be brain splatter on the wall. And it's like, that's so fucking CG. It's horrid. Uh, in, in this in this movie, the CG, I felt, was pretty spot on. So whoever was doing the post-production on that, you totally get kudos. You did well. The writers should be shot, though. Yep. Yep. They should be shot. Yeah. It, it was just so painful. Okay. Now back into some shit that I hate. When he's getting into a fucking limo and he's dumping gas all over the place, he is standing in fucking gas. Yet, he somehow manages to open that door and get inside without lighting his ass on fire and gets out without lighting his ass on fire. Can please somebody explain to me how the physics of that shit works out? Yeah, they they uh, they used water and CGI fire. <laughs> it had to have been. It had it like it honestly at first that really did look like practical fire. I mean, it did, but it had to have been CG because Jesus Christ! I mean, 
I mean, I know they use water in the gas can because obviously they're not going to give a high paid actor, hey, or even a fucking stunt double. They're not going to sit there and say, hey, walk around and dump gas all over the place and then go get into a fire. Well, actually, now that I think, now that I say that, they actually do pay stunt people to do that specifically. So I guess you got me there. Overall, though, uh, I'm good. The movie was not enjoyable. I don't, I don't recommend it to anybody. <laughs> it, we it, can tear it apart. Uh, I, I don't know, man. I, I looked up the book. It's 27 hours long. Um, if we were to split it into six days so that we could just listen to the audiobook, right? Four and a half hours every day, and then that would be, you know, on the seventh day we'd record a podcast, and then we could talk about the book. <laughs> I mean, at 20, least that would be better. It's 27 hours, hours audiobook on Amazon. Damn. Is it really going to take me 27 hours to reread this book? Like, I'm willing to do that. I'm willing to go through this book just so that we can talk about how much better the book is compared to the movie. Okay, so I so you know how, like, Arthur... Uh, authors will have like uh they'll have books that they write and then like some some of them will get like movie deals and then Mm -hmm. they'll they'll change the cover of the book to have like the character from the movie oh yeah so this this 1993 copy that i'm holding my hand of without remorse is old enough to be older than the tom clancy's hunt for red october movie with sean connery as the uh russian submarine commander which never made sense in my head yeah i know right and then they had tom clancy's patriot games and they show a picture of harrison ford on the cover with the gun when he goes to shoot the one ira uh soldier terrorist whatever you want to call him but uh yeah this they they had he they had made some good movies. I mean, Red October was good. Uh, Patriot Games, I liked that movie. That movie was pretty darn good. I think they they missed with this one. I think uh, this is the first Tom Clancy movie TV series that I've been disappointed with. Like even the um, the Jack Ryan where they had that one guy who played uh, Kirk in the the Star Trek reboot. Yeah, that I know was. Yeah, that was still so much better than this. Like, and that's the thing is that I, I, I say that I go in with low expectations. Uh, after seeing the Jack Ryan stuff that Amazon was putting out, it actually gave me hope for this movie, and that hope was crushed within the first ten minutes of actually watching this. But I came into it with hope of like, well, shit, Amazon did really good with Jack Ryan. Maybe they got something here. Or was it just one of those, uh, we're at the end of the pandemic, let's slap something something on uh, <laughs> Amazon Prime to you know, bump our numbers for a little bit? Uh, to be perfectly honest, this literally, like, like, Netflix comes out with some pretty good shit. They can also come out with some pretty bad shit. Um, hey, man, I liked Bright, and I, I want to watch a fucking second one. Dude, I really want I them to make a second one. I fucking love Bright. And I got hammered on it because I did, uh, with Admiral Oreo, I did a podcast with him, um, and I don't even know if we ever, if he ever actually released it, but we did, we did an episode, uh, we did a, a podcast on Bright, and I'm like, I love this, and they were all fucking hammering on it. I'm like, this wasn't that bad. This was like Dungeons and Dragons in 20, or, you know, 2015 LA. I'm like, this is fucking great. Like, I want to play this game. Um, but yeah, dude, I want more movies. Damn it. Yeah, Netflix has come out with some really, really great stuff. Again, they've come up with some really bad stuff too, but 
it I'm almost thinking of them like Wii games right now. Like there's just there's a bunch of shovelware, especially in their foreign films, and maybe their foreign films are fantastic, but I've got this weird thing for foreign films where I'm like, it's gotta be really good, like Pan's Labyrinth good for me to go, Oh yeah, I want to watch that. But like if I flick on a film and I see their mouth moving and the audio isn't with it. I'm like, well, shit, I got to watch this in their native language now. And now I got to do a fucking ton of reading. And that means I can't play RimWorld while I'm watching this because I'm supposed to be reading this entire time. So that automatically turns me off. And that's just, you know, hey, look, be angry at me over that. That's I know that's my limitation. I try to do too much at the same time. And that's something I got to figure out. But like The Witcher came out on Netflix. I thought they really nailed The Witcher. Um the Witcher felt really, really great. Uh, what the fuck was that one that had the green arrow in it? What was the name of that movie? Arrow? No, no, no. There was a movie. It was about like superpowers and it had the guy from Arrow in it. Fuck. I can't remember what it was. But like I, th- I, I enjoyed that as well. Um, and there's just been a ton of stuff that the Netflix is just and, and logically Netflix is doing the smart thing and they started doing this a while ago, thankfully. When they started seeing other streaming services start to pop up, they said, well, shit, we got to make our own content because we got to keep people here because eventually people are going to be pulling their licenses from us and we got to have something. And they've really they've really hit the mark. Uh, oh, shit. What else do they have? The the Sabrina, the Teenage Witch. Like if you ever read the Sabrina comic books, they're super fucking dark. And the Sabrina, the the chilling tales of Sabrina on Netflix is like super fucking dark. It's great. Um so yeah, like Netflix has come out with a lot of stuff. And honestly, other than Jack Ryan, I don't know of another Amazon Prime like off the top of my head that I'm like, this is amazing. Everybody has to watch this. Man in the High Castle. Bosh. See, see I started watching. Yeah, Bosh was good so too. So I got to watch Bosh then because I started watching Man in the High Castle, High Castle and it it didn't it didn't hold me. It like it maybe there was a hook I missed or something. Um but it just did not hold me. And maybe that's just my preference. I don't know. Uh, but like the, I, I was super excited for another live action tick. Live action tick came out on Amazon the and it sucked. First season of The Boys was really good. So I watched some of The Boys. Uh, it was so one of the things that I had, the problem I had with The Boys comics, and I read a lot of The Boys comics because a friend of mine, uh, Brian Solomon, uh, he turned me on to The Boys way back when they first came out. And I was like, well, fuck, I watched, I read the first couple of issues and I'm like, wow, this is like fucking in your face. This is shocking. But then every, every issue was like that. I'm like, oh, this is like reading Jerry Springer. This is just literally for shock value. That's all this is. This is Marilyn Manson on a page. And once I realized what that, what that's what it was, it quickly lost its luster. I watched like two episodes of the boys and I went, this is exactly what they're doing. They're doing the exact same thing. They're going for how shocking they possibly can. And I'm like, it's like, that's what they're doing. And it, that like I, this, the story. Okay. Look, the story in the boys is mediocre at best. Like here's the whole synapse. I agree. I, I, I really liked the first season, but I agree the the story was only mediocre, but it was nice to see a different take on superheroes. Brightburn, like it, it literally, like Brightburn had a better story than the boys. And the Brightburn is literally the boys only. It's a fucking kid. Like that's what it is. Like Brightburn is literally the boys only. It's a fucking kid. Um, and like, and then that, that was a thing that finally turned me off of, uh, the walking dead 
the TV show. It was just like, they're literally just doing what they can to shock you. Like, holy shit. They just fucking made that dude's head explode. Holy shit. You know, they're just trying to shock you. And that's where I was just like, it, it, it fucking lost me. It just, it, it, it did. You know, like, okay. Do you guys, do you guys remember, did you guys ever watch Lost? No. Okay. Lost was one of those gimmicky shows where I was like, no, I'm never going to fucking like this. I did not start watching Lost until I think like the third or fourth season. I think the third season was done and the fourth season was out. I started watching the first episodes of Lost then and realized, holy shit, there's a really big story going on. And it was it was really interesting. And there was a little shock value in it, but it the story was way more driven than the shock value of it. It was right around when Lost came out or when Lost ended that everything seemed to turn more towards, let's see how much we can shock you. Let's see what we can do to like, oh my God, I've got to watch what they're going to do next. It was like, it's like Jerry Springer. And I don't know, that just, that shit bugs me. No, uh, I got you. Um, I like, I like all the original shows coming out. I, I mean, don't like the actual shows, all of them. I do like seeing the content producers put original in there. Hulu sadly has disappointed me. I think the only decent one that they had was The Handmaiden's Tale. And I think I fell off after the second season anyways. Um, yeah, I, I tend to actually watch a lot more than Netflix originals. Uh, and HBO. I do like a lot of the HBO originals, but I mean, that's HBO, so. American Gods. Dude, 30 Coins. Oh, I gotta watch 30 Coins. You gotta watch it in Spanish, though, so it's all subtitled, because it's awful in English. I can respect that. It just means I gotta actually sit down and read, which, you know, I've already said annoys me. Anime! Well, see, like, it's not anime, though. Yeah, but that's what you have to do when you watch anime. You can watch it in English if you can get over uh, the movement of the lips being slightly off. Like, that I can handle in anime because, in my mind, like... Some of them are good. Yeah. Not all of them. Not all of them are good in English. No. No. Like, Aji was, uh, or Ajin was, I thought was really good. I think that's another Netflix... I enjoyed that. I still want to go back and finish Monster because I started it with you on uh, on anime night and we got through like what one yeah. season's worth of it and then we stopped and I'm like I really want to see where this is going but I've got too much fucking schoolwork to dedicate to this. Yeah, I think we got through. I think I remember getting through maybe like ten episodes. Like it was like I thought it was like ten or twelve somewhere around there. But yeah, like like Netflix has got I feel a lot of good shit. Um, like they picked up Cobra Kai. And I really like yeah. Cobra Kai. Okay, but they picked it up. They didn't do anything with it yet. I think their new, the next season comes out. They'll have something to do with. So we'll see yeah. if they, if they make it nice. But I mean, like uh, the Expanse. I, I don't care. It's one of my favorite fucking shows. Yeah. Okay, and it's on Amazon. And Amazon has done the last season of it, right? Or yeah, the last well, two sci- seasons. Sci-fi started with it, and then then Amazon picked up. I don't know that I like Amazon's. I like. I think I liked Sci-Fi's take on it f- more, but I liked the last season of The Expanse a lot more than I I'm liked the first. Pretty sure it's okay. So you like Amazon's take? On I, it I I like the last season that Amazon did because I think the first two seasons were were Sci-Fi, right? Yeah, the first two, maybe three seasons, I forget. And then I think what The Expanse is on season five. So the last two have been Amazon. Well, so like the first season of The Expanse, I was like, all right, I'm starting to get into this. The second season I really dug. Um, I actually think I really like the third season too. 
the season after that, I was like, meh, it's getting slow. But the last season where uh, Amos was on Earth, I really started digging into that more. Um, that was good because, I mean, I love Amos and you got to see a whole bunch of his backstory and be like, oh, shit. Okay. Dude, but his, it, yeah. his whole scene where you're not that guy. That scene right there, that made me go back around because like I watched the first season. And I'm like, meh, it's okay. And I stopped watching. Then I saw that scene and I'm like, I got to go back and re- watch this. Um, dude, Netflix, Stranger Things. Ah, yes. uh, see, I have a hard time with that one. I really, really liked the first season. I was not the biggest fan of everything after. I loved the first season. Second season was okay. I really, I really liked what came after that. Yeah, the third season, they did a really good job. Um, I just wish COVID hadn't hit. Yes. Because that's why we're waiting for season four. Yes. And I'm super glad that Netflix picked up Lucifer. What they've done with Lucifer, I super loved. But anyways, like we're... we're I I followed it, but I haven't seen Lucifer since it got picked up by somebody else. It's got so many seasons before it got picked up. Yeah, the last season of Lucifer that they had where they went on Netflix and they kind of like, okay... Like they took off, like they literally took the the chains off. And uh, dude, you gotta watch it. If you haven't watched it, if you like Lucifer, go watch what they did on Netflix. It was it was solid. I felt it was solid. I enjoyed it. I want to see where they're gonna go with it. But anyways, we're, we're totally digressing now because like we were supposed to be talking about this horrible, horrible movie. We did. We yeah. we, we threw it from start to finish. The only thing that you guys failed to mention, and I failed myself until I just thinking about it. Was that rooftop scene with the plastic prop that blocked all the bullets except oh, for that Jesus. one vital fucking bullet? <laughs> yeah. yeah, the one that had to shoot that, through. Fucking a. Yeah, and then well, let's go ahead and end it with this. Like the ending, they really didn't do a good job with it. Like they're like, oh yeah, here's your new ID, and then it was just like boom. And then in the book, well, that wasn't the real ending. Yeah, the yeah, yeah. But was the, the, the ending, ending after they ran through like 30, 45 seconds of credits? is really ties it in more with the book because in the book they tied him in with a more important role after they gave him his new identity that should have been the ending no but then he's like <laughs> then he's then they're like oh let's do the marvel thing where we roll the we roll the credits for a little bit and then it's like oh tune in next time and it's like here's rainbows you know rainbow six it's like i don't know if you guys are going to do good with rainbow six i I'm sorry, this movie wasn't good enough to warrant Rainbow Six. This movie should have ended with him drowning in the fucking SUV at the bottom of whatever the hell that was. River, lake, ocean. I don't care. That, that, That SUV should have plummeted into the Marinara Trench. How they got there, I don't know, but that's what should have happened. That should have been. And I thought that was the ending. And I was like, oh man, okay. It was that that cut scene with his wife, like, heaven is real. It's like, hey, man, he sacrificed everything to get there. Cool. He's taken down the last fucking shady person. Let it be done. They both drowned. He's okay with it. And then they they show his funeral. I'm like, oh, man, okay. Roll credits. Roll credits. I I mean, okay, at least it ended relatively decently. No, no, it didn't. No, it just kept going. That would have been the best thing to do. That would have been the merciful thing to do for this character. Been like, wow. I don't know why you just took a fucking hard left and decided to drive off a bridge when, I don't know, you could just fucking put a bullet in his head. 
I don't know. You could have tied him down and attached jumper cables to his fucking testicles. You could have given him an apodravea and then attached jumper cables to that. But no, you're just going to do a hard left, pull in front of everybody else, and risk their lives so that you can, what, drive off a bridge and drown the guy? And he didn't even drown right. Like, he's sitting there, the d- fucking the fucking dude's holding his breath and just staring at him. Say your name. It's like, you know, it's like that fucking chick off of American Pie. What's my name, bitch? Uh, Pam, I don't fucking know. Jesus. He's just sitting there, like, holding his breath, like, oh, yep, I'm a Navy SEAL. I can hold my breath forever. Even though we haven't been in fucking water since the, I don't know, the fucking plane. And there I almost drowned because, uh, I don't fucking know, because I don't know how to swim, right? Uh, I mean, I'll I'll give it. It had a little bit of a realistic quality. To, like he could, he's a Navy SEAL. He should be able to hold his breath that long. Like, yeah, it, I know, but that doesn't explain why the dude next to him died. Like, I fell in the water. It's been ten seconds. Ugh, I stopped breathing. No, yeah, that's that not how people drowned. People convulse. Yeah. People freak out. They panic. They're like fucking flailing all over the place. And you know what? After they actually stop moving. They actually start moving again because their body convulses. It's called death throes because oxygen gets deprived from the brain and then their brain finally does die and sends a last signal out of, oh, fuck, I'm fucked. And their body does like some weird shit. No, no, not this guy. He just stands there and goes, oh, I'm going to stop breathing now and I'm dead. Yeah. Sorry, I'm, I'm really drunk now and I'm just like super pissed at this movie because it should have been so much better than it was. Yeah, shoulda, coulda, woulda. Expect expectations weren't low enough. Yeah, Christ. Now you know, and that's the thing though, is that, like Amazon had some good stuff and I was really excited. And I'm like, yeah, you know what? Amazon's you know, they everything that Amazon did was always pretty shitty. You know, all their all their stuff that had come out was like meh mediocre at best. You know, Netflix was really king of, of content. And then they came out with the Jack Ryan stuff, and I'm like, oh, this could be fucking good, you know. This is this Tom Clancy. They, you know, they 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 already shown that they can't fuck this up. Yeah, they can fuck it up. Well, you know what? I was about to say they've completely fucked it up when they did the scene when it was um, Michael B. Jordan and the the lieutenant commander whose name now evades um, Greer. Greer. So Greer and John Kelly are sitting in the prison, and he's like. He's like, I signed up for this. Like, they've made me do all this stuff. They've made me go here. They made me go there. And he said, and he said, and it's like, this country has, you know, like, I guess kind of like fucked us or whatever. And then he says, but we signed up and we believed. And I was like, okay. Okay. That's, that's a good way to, to salvage this. Um, this this whole like anti-American thing. I was like, yeah, you you can't convince me that a Navy SEAL is un-American. Like a Navy SEAL is the most American flipping thing in this fucking country. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, you, you censored you, yourself at the beginning, and then went straight into the f bomb. Yeah, How does that work? I, I know. I just I'm getting tired, man. Like I can only do so much. <laughs> but yeah, like they they almost lost me with that. Like I was about to be like, all right, like I'm I'm just gonna check out for the rest of the movie because like if they're gonna go this whole like oh America's evil and I hate America thing, I'm gonna be like no 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 this 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 can't be a thing. Yeah, it was like yeah. if anybody anybody desires to watch this movie, please for the love of God 
go in read the book with extremely low no 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 if you haven't read the book yet watch this movie and go in with so low expectations like if you're a tom clancy fan go in with bottom of the barrel dirt low expectations watch the movie and then go read the book and be like yeah that movie sucked bad i mean I went in completely blind. I didn't even know what the fucking movie we were watching. I thought it was going to be some horror movie because that's what we've been like doing. I was like, oh, cool. We're going to watch some shitty 80s horror movie and it's going to be like a slasher flick. And then here's like, oh, no, it's this Tom Clancy movie. And I'm like, oh, okay. Well, I, I, I guess. Yeah, I could do that. And okay. I, I went in blind, man, and had no idea. And that was, yeah, it's bad. Don't even watch it. Yeah. Like I could tell when it had like that two and a half star rating on Amazon. And I was like, oh. Then I had to look it up. Like, how long has this movie been on? Oh, like two weeks. Okay. Well, you know what? We've been sitting here prattling on forever. Popsicle Thief, what did you think of the movie? I haven't seen it yet. Oh, shit. <laughs> from, from the way you're talking about it, uh, I'm really sad because I really look, looked forward to it because I really like uh, Tom Clancy in general. Games series i really like uh, jack ryan and when i saw the trailer to this movie i was really stoked and when i heard you guys talking about it i'm really sad but we'll see i'm gonna make my own decision but still is it is it like just michael bay shoots and explosions no 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 it's, no it's just it's just horrible yeah, it's, it's, it's horrible. It's bad. It's, just, it's bad tactics. Bad. Like the acting is story? mediocre. So the story? story, the story they mashed up. Like they, it feels they, like they it, took the original story, threw it into a blender, and then poured it out as a smoothie, and then just forgot to garnish it or something. Oh man! But I, when uh, you watch a, it, I, a nineteen, t- take a nineteen eighty slasher film, right, and replace the slasher with Navy SEALs. Okay, and then replace the victims of the slasher with a whole bunch of brown people because, yeah, then change them to Russians halfway through because that makes sense entirely. Um, And then you really have the movie. It it was a like it seemed like a low budget movie. 1980 slash but it had a budget things. that's the worst part is that it obviously had a budget now Popsicle Thief when you watch it I, I, I desperately want to hear your take on it because I'm hoping it's I, to be perfectly honest I want to hear from somebody who enjoyed this movie I, I want to hear from somebody who was like yeah this movie was great I love this part about it I love that part about it because I, I, I want to hear the other side of this because it, I, it, like, I, 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 continue no I was just going to say like I, I, I feel like I feel like there's something either that I missed horribly um, or there's another side of it that I have, like, I just, for some reason, I can't see because I'm biased in some way. I want to hear that other side because I, I want I want to enjoy this movie. I, I really do. Well, I, uh, I have not read a lot of Tom Clancy uh, books, but I've played a couple of games and i've watched some series like and i really love the genre uh, and when uh, when i saw the trailer i was really really stoked and i'm gonna see the uh, the movie and i'm i want to say that i'm biased because because i'm the sort of person that i don't I don't care what people say. Just as long as I'm, I'm, 
I'm way too drunk for this. I shouldn't be here today. (laughs) (laughs) No, you absolutely should be here today. Should I? Well, I'm I'm usually quite good at English, but right now I'm stumbling on words. Dude, English Um, is your second language and you speak it better than I do. No, fuck no, I don't. (laughs) Like, I'm stumbling on words. I forget. Like, my mom used to say that I'm better better at English than I'm in Swedish sometimes. Because I used to remember English words better than Swedish. But right now, I can't forget. Oh, it's bad. You Actually, you should fucking put together a show where I'm actually sober. And you... <clears throat> it would be way better. But I'm actually looking forward to this fucking movie and you're talking trash about it and I'm fucking sad. No, and dude, I wanna know why and I haven't seen it yet. So look, when I've see when I have seen it, I will come back to you and I will say, Fuck, it was a decent And, and that's what I want to be that, perfectly that, honest. That, that's that, what that's I want. basically my prediction, but that's based on the main character or the main, uh, not the main character. The shit. I'm drunk. What is what is his name? Uh, Jordan. What's the main character's? Uh, you mean the actor? Michael B. Jordan. Yes. Yes. yes I love him. Only because of Black Panther. I love him. But I will see the movie and I will get back to you and say my two. And I and I super look forward to. Uh... To hearing what you have to say. Because as I said, like I went into it with super high, ex- well, no, super low expectations, hoping to be pleasantly surprised. And uh, yeah, it was like, there were just so many little things that were just painful to me. And I really want to hear somebody, I, I, and I'm not saying this like I'm trying to be an ass, like I want to fight. I, I, I want to hear somebody who enjoyed this movies. I want to hear their opinion because I really feel like I missed something like it just maybe I just went into it super hardcore, bad off the bat. Was just like it soured me for the rest of the movie. But I really what, just what, I want to hear something. Somebody say something good about it. What? Oh, uh, what you is, missed a lot. Yeah. What? What is it based on? Like the story of the book, or? Oh no, it's the, modified heavily. Yeah, it's it's heavily. loosely based on the story of the book. Yeah. Okay. Oh. But that's because it was originally supposed to have Keanu Reeves as Clark. They offered him seven million, but he declined. The novel what? rights were bought for two point five million. Oh, and this movie was originally supposed to come out in December of nineteen ninety five, and it's been in hiatus and rewritten so many times, Oof. and finally produced by Amazon. Oh man. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, that's Damn. uh, well, that's a disaster. But yeah, I- Wikipedia is a hell of a site. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> okay. I still like uh, the character. Or uh, Michael B. Jordan, though. Yeah, I mean, he's he's a good actor. It's just... Yeah, it really good. But the writing like, have, was not good. Yeah, this, I, I've enjoyed movie. him in other things, but I feel like the director just... Whoever the director is... like, Who is the director on this? Like, I, Please don't tell me it's Uwe Because if it is, I am... Oh, thank God. Because if it was, it's I literally, I was just going to hang up this call and walk away and just go piss on Blood Rain. Uh, Stefano uh, Solmila. Yeah. What? A.K.A. Uwe Bull. Oh, oh shit. Oh, you're fuck. Fuck you. No. <laughs> Sicario. 
Um, Sicario no. was good though. Girl lost to Beirut. Don't know that one. Romano, Criminal. Don't know that one either. Undercover two, no, no. So he didn't do Sicario. He did Sicario Day of the Soldado, the second Sicario movie, which was not oh, very good. Oh, I was going to say, is it, was that the one with, um, fuck, uh, was that with the one with Thanos in it? Yeah. Josh Brolin? It's one with Josh Brolin. Ah, shit, I didn't yeah, like the right. one with why Josh did, Brolin. Why are they showing up as a director? Was, cool. he, the, was he the director for that? Because I didn't like the second Sicario. The, sorry, I didn't the, like the Sicario with Josh Sicario Brolin. The second Sicario director is Stefano, but I don't know why Stefano's showing up for all these other movies. Yeah, dude, he doesn't have a big list of movies. Uh, he's done uh, a couple television things, but looks like mostly in Spanish. Although, he did do 000. And if you haven't seen that, that was actually pretty fucking good. I really like that. That's a, It's like three separate storytellings of a big drug trade, and it gets fucking crazy. It's on Amazon. It's an Amazon Prime exclusive or Amazon original or some shit. Really good, though. I enjoyed that one. But his first movie was in 2012, and it's ACAB, All Cops Are Bastards, is the name of his first movie. Jesus Christ. <laughs> well... I may have found somebody that I put on equal level as Uber Bowl. Because I don't know, like, I, I, like the star power that they had in this, it wasn't, like, they weren't bad actors. But, god damn, there were some really bad spots. Who is Uber Bowl? <laughs> the director. But let, let's, let's say that for another time. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, you need to be sober for that. that that's like an hour-long <laughs> rant from Cecil about how he hates the man. Oh, Whenever yeah, I'm on the GNA, I'm not sober. So okay, look, have you ever it seen great? Have you ever seen great films like House of the Dead, In the Name of the King, Blood Rain, Blood Rain Two, Rampage? Have you seen any of these movies and you said, "Wow, look at that! I really enjoy that." You and I are not friends. <laughs> okay, but I don't. Yeah. Like, granted, I'll oh. give you in Blood Rain. They show her boobs, and those are really nice boobs. So. If you say you like that, I'm okay. But the rest of the film, like, Billy Zane was in that movie for no fucking reason whatsoever. <laughs> okay. My booze just ran out. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. All right, man. Yeah. We got to wrap this shit up because, like, literally, I, I don't, I think we're just beating a dead horse at this point in time. So, uh, I mean, I'm just looking at, you know, the director and the first Sicario is fucking great reviews. Uh, critics get it 92 audience gave it an 85 and if I can spell Sicario fucking correctly and I'm not even drinking. Jesus Christ. I can't spell it. That's like one. Sicario. I haven't even finished it, dude. There's like half a truly there. Dude, I finished this bottle. Yeah, I, I wasn't trying to drink. I'm trying to drink a bunch of water no, for fucking No, tomorrow. I needed to. I needed <laughs> to drink after that movie. Yeah. So, Sicario 2, the critics gave it a 63, and the audience gave it a shitty 65, man. Like, Sicario 2 was Oof. bad. It wasn't just me that thought it was a bad fucking movie. Well, but, Blue Shark, where can people find you at, man? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at BlueShark45, and you can also find me on the GNA Discord as BlueShark45. Hoorah. Damoc, where can people find you at, guy? I exclusively troll the GNA Discord. You can always find me there talking shit. Popsleaf, if people were going to look for you, where could they find you? Oh, you can find me in Sweden. Drunk as fuck <laughs> and randomly trolling the GNA Discord. Not really, but... 
I'm the drunken Swede that on and off pops in and say, hey. You are our favorite Swede. <laughs> Cheers. And Zyberblood, I know you're Love there. You. Where can people find you at? Well, if you're so inclined, uh, you can find me uh, getting ready for work and popping in to uh, the GNA every once in a while. Maybe on my uh, Instagram or my Twitter, which is at Zyberblood. That's Z-Y-B-E-R-B-L-O-O-D. Jesus. I know. He was like sitting there ninja the whole time. That's the only thing he said the entire episode. And I'm Cecil Xavier, your host. You can find me on Cecil versus games on Twitter, Cecil Xavier everywhere else. You stream, uh, Twitch. I'm on discords. I'm in so many discords. I'm in thoughts and shots. I'm in Josh of all trades. Actually, it's just Josh. Now TPCs. I'm in Microbrews, lynchers, Matmans, ultra megas. Uh, I'm over in God's discord. Yes. I'm in God's discord. Figure that shit out. Uh, <laughs> We hope you enjoyed the show. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on your favorite podcast app. Reviews help people find the show. So if you enjoy listening to us, let other people know. You can find us on Podcast Addict, Stitcher, Player FM, Spreaker, Your Tune, My Listen, uh, Spotify, iHeartRadio, all those fucking places. If we're not there, let us know. We'll upload there um, somehow, some way, somewhere. We used to do a whole bunch of shit like game show night and stuff like that. But you know what? The pandemic has just hit really hard right in the testicles. And uh, yeah, so hopefully one day we get to pick that up right in. Let us know if you want to see that shit happen again. Fucking let us know. Like if you want to see anime happen again, we will sit there and drag Blue Shark kicking and screaming back into anime night. And he will love it every second of it. And he will hate us. But yeah, if you want to see it. Again, let us know. Get get the interest going. Drum up some hype. I want to see it. <laughs> um, we do a partnership with Humble Bundle. Uh, don't know how long that's going to go on for because they change their things around where you can only do fifteen percent of their don of, of whatever you pay to donations for uh, charity. So, I mean, we're with them now, but uh, maybe some writings on the wall on that one. I don't know. We'll see what happens. I probably missed some fucking stuff, but. Uh, Oh, yeah. We got a website. Anybody know that website? www.thatmoviedrainedeverythingformyfuckingsoul. I'm going to finish this truly and go to bed.com or gnapodcast.com. I thought I was going to go deaf on that one. Well, gentlemen, uh, I want to first off thank you for joining me on the podcast tonight. Second off, I want to apologize for that horrid, horrid movie that Blue made us watch. We will actually make him suffer for this. Uh, there will be flogging. Um, I'm going to get in touch with Brit Shark and tell her to uh, withhold things from him. Uh, maybe food, alcohol, and or sex. One, one of those three, or maybe all three. Something for penance for making us watch this movie. Um, you know what? We should watch a really good fucking movie and do it next week, man. Poultrygeist is the greatest goddamn movie known to man. We should totally watch it. Dude, if we're going to nope. watch that movie... If we're watching that movie, we're watching it and we're doing a live fucking MST3K of that fucking movie. That's the only way I'm watching that movie again is if I am tearing it apart while watching it. Especially with a penis on the fucking end of a broom handle. All I gotta say there. Well, gentlemen, thank you for joining me tonight. Have a great night. You too. Good night. You too. Take take care. (laughs) 